it's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping over to moving and Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another exciting episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How's it going? What up? It is a beautiful day in the metaverse. Yes, it is. A lot of exciting stuff going on. We do have an exciting show for you. Tuning in and listening. This is recorded on January 28, 2021. Um, and I don't know what episode this is. We're still in the 30s. And we're going strong, so that's good. Uh, if you didn't check it out yet, go ahead and check out Hot Fresno. Uh, T. Davis and B-Dag hooked that up the other day, so that's out there. Uh, they cover a lot of great stuff. Make sure you check out that episode. If you are tuning in to us for the first time, welcome. Really appreciate it. We're seeing an influx of new listeners. And if you came back after a second one, thank you for coming back. And if for some way, shape, or form you did discover us on uh, your favorite podcast platform and you're wondering what goes on on the Epix podcast, thank me later. Would you want to let everybody know what is Upland and what we talk about? Yeah, so Upland is a digital metaverse uh, built on the blockchain. It's going to be the central hub of all kinds of really fun NFT activity. Uh, It's going to bring multiple blockchains together um, to allow exchanging of those NFTs. Right now, the primary NFT in the game are properties, um, and that's Uh, based out of uh, the inaugural city of, or the Genesis city, either one, of San Francisco. And uh, Fresno has been opened up, and New York is opened up as well. And so right now, you buy those properties, you can buy, sell, trade them. And we are in the beta sandbox mode for property development, which will be uh, an accompanying NFT built on top of that. And we are closing in on businesses so you'll be able to run um, decor businesses or selling your block explorers which will be another major nft uh, piece to the upland game so very exciting stuff and i was going to go for uh, a block explorer shop but uh then um nba top shop happened and that market went crazy so i did apply for the uh decor shop what? Yeah. I wish you would have told me. I would have I would have probably done a block explorer shop. Oh. <laughs> so, well, I haven't been selected for it, so it's it's not uh it's not road and stone, so we do have a have a two for one. Man, there was a real great tweet I wanted to share. Um because it talked about it talked about Everything that's going on, it talks about, they called top NBA Top Shot uh, NBA Highlight Selling for $100,000, and it, it just talked about all the craziness that was 2020 and the craziness that is going on in the NFT world, and Upland has so much potential. It's going to be a very exciting year, and we'll be talking about uh, the roadmap for 2021. By the time a lot of you are listening to us, the AMA with the founders will have happened. Uh, that's coming up. 
Uh, next week, Dirk is coming on the podcast, so you'll definitely want to tune in. Uh, he'll talk about all kinds of wonderful things. It's It's been a, uh, for as long as we've been running the podcast now, it's amazing we haven't had him on. Yeah, for sure. I, w- I was actually just thinking about that because, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you. I got a couple times. To- I don't have nearly as many as you do. But uh, I was thinking about how cool it would be if, um, like, you had the, the top shot. Because, I mean, you get the little video, right? But now what are you going to do with it? Well, imagine importing that into Upland and, say, having it play on a digital screen inside your home. So you have, like, a TV and it's just, like, playing as, like, your clip or you, you have, like, a billboard or a projection outside your house or something. Like, how cool that would be. Uh, to just kind of see around the metaverse oh yeah i'm definitely holding on to some top shot uh there's a guy he's got a great account it's it, it's an awesome account that he has and uh he, he's trying to work me for one of my uh luca cosmics um it's a uh, number 22 out of 49 and uh, i love luca as a player and i love that moment and Dude's been throwing some uh, real good, real good moments at me, trying to get it away. It's it's tough to say no. Oh boy, yeah, always dabbling. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, somebody has um, somebody has just broke the two million dollar mark in sales. They've spent about just under four hundred thousand dollars, you know, of buying packs and buying secondary market moments. Um, but they've been reselling and they've just like broke $2 million in sales on NBA top shop. One player, that's, that's one collector. Point. You know, it's, it's interesting because you hear that and you go, honestly, that's, that's only like a five X return, right? Like you're doing way better. Like if you talk about your percent return, if he, if he had to spend 400 now, Grant, I don't know what his, you know, what his bank, like what his, uh, stock is still so i guess like you can't oh he still has a lot of he's got a lot of great moments in his collection still that he hasn't sold so it's it's you do we would do this offline but i would be curious if you know his name can we put him into that site and see what he's worth that's the horrible thing because i go to cryptoslam.io and watch it and all i have is his wallet id i don't know who this player is but yeah, you you can go to that one website and see what the minimum base selling stuff says that his collection's worth. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was thinking about how cool it would be to do that for Upland. Yes. Like I think I need to get I need to get the Upland World team or somebody on it to say, "Hey, go and um you know, create this cuz I mean, there's ways to do it where you can go like based on latest sales. Um, I know Top Shot does like the minimum, like the lowest available, but that isn't great, especially in Upland because a lot of people put it up for like, um, you know, millions of UpX because they, they don't want uh, low ball offers. So there'd have to be a way to kind of um, incorporate those. I mean, this would be a little tougher because you have, it, it depends on the neighborhood, the site, the up square of the property, but it, it's definitely doable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, even if it was like a basic formula of, um, you know, percentage of minting cost um, based on criteria, like that could be kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, no. The website is down. 
Oh, the that uh, estimator website. Yeah, intangible market. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, so I mean, sad. Uh, have you made it? So, what about what about your upland sales? Any any major upland sales uh, for you lately? No, I'm just still. Uh, I'm still just a little five thousand. Uh, five thousand so thousands are selling like crazy. Like I can't delist them fast enough. Like I, every time I log in, it's like five more of them have sold. I'm like, damn it! I'm bleeding property. Stop buying my properties. I can't delist them. I don't have time to sit here and go through a thousand properties and unlist them. Um, and I just like sold, sold, sold. I'm like, damn it. And I'd really like, I mean, that's, you start out as a virtual property trading game and you have no real solid property management tools in your user interface. And that just, that just drives me. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's on their roadmap and yeah, obviously as a, as a major property owner, that is something that is uh, frustrating uh, for me as well. And I only own like 1200 properties, but somebody like TM that owns 5,000 properties, that's, that's going to be a nightmare to manage. I know he's got a long, long hold strategy. Um, but absolutely. Oh, speaking of that, I totally jumped over our disclaimer. Uh, the views information or opinions expressed and presented on this podcast are those solely of myself. Thank me later. Uh, T. Davis, B. Dag, and any guests of the podcast and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. And if we do offend you in any way, shape, or form or hurt your feelings, that is not the intent of this podcast. We are grown men with uh, middle school potty humor. So enjoy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, there is that. Uh, as always, we will have the numbers for you this episode, and uh, we'll discuss the roadmap and our thoughts on that. So, um, I do have to check. Hey, look at that. Ooh, dailyuplander.com said, um, check back in a few minutes, and they will have... Uh, a small sheet with some property sales data. I'm excited for that. Ooh, that sounds tasty. <laughs> tasty. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that that was the other thing with the tweet. It, it talked about uh, all this craziness going on with uh, Wall Street bets and GameStop and hedge funds losing $91 billion this month. It's it's. We thought 2020 was crazy. 2021 is starting off pretty well, too. So, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. Back in a, a previous life, I actually worked um, for GameStop. Uh, it wasn't actually GameStop, though. It was owned by GameShop. Oh, my gosh. Why can't I remember? Um, they had two brands. They bought a secondary brand. It was GameStop and something else. What was the name of the other game store that was that was owned by GameStop? Wasn't it Initials? EB Games. There you go. Oh yes. So it's it funny. Uh, one of my now longtime friends 
Um, we both had, we were both store managers in, in the mall and it was uh, an EB games and a GameStop. And we were like right next to each other, but we worked uh, essentially it was the same company. So it was really funny, always competing for sales and, and stuff like that. Um, and so obviously with everything hitting GameStop, you know, love it or hate it. I mean, for a lot of us, that's where yeah, gamers, it, it holds a special spot in our hearts. Um, again, it's a, definitely a love-hate relationship um, between trade-in values and reservations and uh, all kinds of uh, just nonsense. But um, yeah, so it was kind of cool to see them <laughs> in that as part of this uh, battle and seeing uh, a little bit of meme life pumped into them. That was fun. Oh, and then there was a run on Dogecoin. Uh, they pumped that starting last night. I kind of got word that they were going to pump Dogecoin and it was listed at point zero 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 seven cents, basically. And four kids and just trying to move stuff around to go through a couple of different exchanges to pick up Doge. Well, right now it's sitting at four cents. Um, Shut up. <laughs> yeah. But when I saw it this afternoon at 2.4 cents, I was like, come on. I'm like, that is... That is absolutely horrible because my $1,000 there would have uh, would have been worth uh, just over $35,000. And now and now at 4 cents it would be about $57,000. That's crazy. And I hear they're trying to drive it to 5 cents, so and people are like, "Oh, you can still get in." I'm like, "No, you don't understand. $1,000 doesn't doesn't turn into $57,000 anymore. No, it, it turns into five cents when it ends up taking a shit. So. <laughs> yeah. So Dang. a lot of, lot, lot of crazy stuff going on. Um, we, we do have, I, I think like, that's what I like about Upland. It it feels a lot more stable. Like at this point, like it's, you know, we have some of these crazy big buy-ins and I'm interested to see what they Ooh, excuse me. I'm interested to see what Daily Uplander has for like sales numbers, but like there hasn't been, and I don't think there ever, I hope there's not necessarily like just like all of a sudden like crazy markups on everything that happens in pockets, but I don't think it's happened across the entire entirety of Upland. No. So. And I mean, we're, we're still dealing with, you know, NBA top shot has 70,000 people in it. You know, the wall street bets I've been on wall street bets for, for a little bit now and I've watched it grow, but over the last, like once all of a sudden you had all these news outlets and all these internet people starting to talk about it. Uh, just yesterday, I mean, last week it was at like 1.75 million people on Reddit. And now, just yesterday, it was 4.4 million people on the Reddit thread of it. And it's just become a shit show now from what it used to be. Um, but very interesting in itself. Crazy stuff going on. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's the power of crowdsourcing, like that kind of... Um, yeah, like yeah, it's it's definitely interesting because I mean it's I I think legal and ethically like I mean that's essentially you're talking about pump and dump, right? Like that's what it is, right? <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of funny. Um, there's been some both sides of the aisle in our uh, 
in our um, Congress, they're they're talking about it, and people are saying, well, you know, when hedge fund managers move the market, they get huge bonuses, and then when the average day investor goes after it, they get shit on, and they have all kinds of regulations and yeah. a lot of shenanigans going on. Um, that's you guys didn't tune in to to hear about all this. You can definitely catch up on this on on all kinds of places on the internet but yeah the basically the little guys went after the big guys and now the big guys are pretty pissed off and uh well i mean i do think it is important uh, and i mean i come out this as somebody who's not in the space at all as a gamer you you start to realize once you you're playing upland like there is some trickle in economics i don't say trickle down but like when when bitcoin was on a run i mean we saw we saw uh, you know the rise of several accounts um, dropping tens of thousands of dollars because um, they had achieved extra value in the space so i don't think it's unreasonable that we could expect you know if if there was top shot players that i mean you yourself admitted that your top shot top shot sales um, influence you to um, go from essentially investing in a million dollar business to a $5 million business um, and upland. So there are some benefits to kind of understanding where the rest of the market is, because to me, that makes me even more excited about my holdings in upland um, knowing like, Hey, this space is blowing up. The NFT market is going to blow up um, over the next three years. I, I think it's going to just be unparalleled um, in the, in the crypto space. Absolutely. And, you know, with, with the little guy fighting back against the big hedge funds, I mean, think about it. The hedge funds lost $91 billion this last month. And yeah, it's okay. Crazy. It's okay for them to go on TV and tell you why this company is crap that has thousands of employees with it and saying that, you know, this, this company's crap. You don't want to invest in their stocks where they're sitting there with all these shorts on the stock itself so they want the stock to lose money so they make money and that's okay for them to manipulate the market but then the little guys get together and say hey look at this GameStop they have 130 percent of the available share shorted so let's uh let's make them pay so they started to make them pay and that's the interesting part of it right there is Melvin, the hedge fund Melvin is uh, parent corpus Citadel. Citadel actually gave about 40% of Robinhood to start up Robinhood. Now Robinhood, they did their whole free commission, but what a lot of people don't understand about Robinhood is they sell your data to Citadel. So they know all your moves and all your trades so they can they can they have all your stop losses all your limit orders so they know where a lot of stocks are going to be purchased and sold so they can make their moves ahead of it and that's how they kept the robin hood uh trades absolutely free for the younger investors to get more people into it it's i can jump down a whole rabbit hole on what's going on there but uh basically today robin hood stopped trading on all these stocks that had shorts where people got together where the little guy got together and started buying them up to make these hedge funds lose money to show them that they're not as big and bad as they think they are so 
yeah, it's going to be interesting here uh, in the stock market. Uh, Top Shot is still going crazy. Um, there's a lot of NFT art out there that's going crazy. Um, it, it's just a very exciting time, and it's, it's very chaotic, and there's a lot of money to be made. There's a person on Top Shot that, uh, yeah, millionaire off of NBA highlights. Awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. I'm looking here. You got the uh, the the top blockchain games up here. I, I do notice uh, something interesting here. Unfortunately, it looks like uh, DNFT.finance has lost all of its users and is down minus 100% to zero users in the last 24 hours. <laughs> but I love that it's an ad and it's at the top, and that makes me laugh because what the hell? <laughs> I really thought you were going to talk about Alien Worlds jumping up to number two in the 24-hour period. But, yes, that is also <laughs> hilarious that the ad shows that it's a collectibles on the Ethereum protocol. And it has zero balance and zero users and down 100%. <laughs> yes, although Alien Worlds, man, I just I can't quite get into it. I've tried. It seems super cool. It seems like if you're going to be involved... Like, it seems like it's very time-consuming, and there's a lot of, like, nuances. It's definitely blowing up, um, but I just can't get into it. Um, and, and, yes, their their 24-hour um, basis is, is definitely higher, but when you start to look at uh, the bigger pictures, the, the seven-day um, upland is still uh, probably in, in second place with 19,000 Alien World. I think Alien World has a higher daily active users because it does seem like, again, you have to be pretty involved in, uh, like, I, I don't know all the mechanics of the mining and the the advertising of your plots to get people to mine on your plots and stuff, um, but definitely seems interesting. What about the 30-day? Yeah, and that's, I mean, Upland's sitting number two overall for the seven-day at 19.63 thousand. Uh, yeah users which is well, good it, it, galaxy blocks it looks like galaxy blocks had another push they they kind of ebb and flow yeah um, which is why they're up i mean they're up significantly but um yeah and then we're uh 30 days up lancet in number two at uh 24,260 uh 24,260 users so that that's actually pretty good. You know, I mean, we weren't even seeing 10 K not that long ago over the 30 days. So we're moving yeah, up there. That is, that is impressive. I'm going to, I'll try, I might have to try and get into alien world again. It just, it didn't seem, I tried to get my big thing. And so like why I'm so bullish on, on upland and I'm going to go on a small tangent here. Cause like I am, I'm a technology guy. I'm a, I'm a software architect in my day to day. And the interesting thing about Upland, it's the only blockchain game that I know of that has, first of all, if you don't know, it was to the point of mobile first where uh, Too Stupid You were around. They didn't have a web interface. No, you could only play it mobile, which was amazing. Yeah, you it was mobile only. You had to have the app. Um, again, there were some workarounds. Uh, you can see some threads around Tron View and it was all kinds of nonsense. But 
essentially it was mobile first. The app came out first uh, for iOS and Android, and that was the only way to access the game. They, they expanded it to be web-based so that way you can access it on other mediums. But that is a huge piece if you're going to get to mass market. I won't play a game consistently if I can't access it on my mobile. I tried to get into some of these other blockchain games, which again, if you go, oh, they have so many features and cool things. Okay, that's great. But when I'm looking at long-term success of a platform, it's how was it established? Because things like cosmetics are a lot easier to kind of tweak and upgrade. Core platform features like the fact that it is an uh, app, mobile app first, that's going to be very hard to backport to a game that isn't already super mobile friendly. And you're not going to get the full feature set. Like app uh, Upland really strives to make sure its entire feature set is available in mobile because that's going to be a big appeal. And so then you add the blockchain. And the other thing is they obscure. And I know if you're a blockchain person, you're probably like, oh, well, I like the keep your key feature and where, you know, it's not true ownership, all those good things that you guys like to argue about. But from a casual player's perspective, that's all things that they don't care about. What's important is that it's blockchain, it's secure, you have unique um, identifying marks, you're not going to have to worry about dupes or scams or anything like that. It's all secure on the blockchain. And all of that hard technology, all the wallet stuff is all obscured from the average user. So they are miles ahead, in my opinion, of any other blockchain game is from that base platform. Yes, there might be some other games that have more features or more interactive things, but I don't know. And if there's other games that people think compete in those um, areas, please DM them to me. I love testing new games um, and seeing what's out there. But so far, I have not seen a single thing that comes close um, to Upland on, on that specs of the platform. And that's what you really need to get mass adoption is the ability to be mobile, the ability to drop a deuce and collect a cup of X, you know, the dizzy special. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, that makes it so much easier. And that's where you're going to get the uh, mass adaption of it. And I, I'm very excited for what the future holds once uh, you are able to start developing your properties, selling the properties. Um, decorating your properties it's going to be great um now we're on to the weekly numbers net worth uh, nothing really changed in the top 25 uh tm jumped uh mjc or they swapped six and seventh place and Wick, wicked bomber and kim yeah switch places but uh other than that nothing uh that exciting in the top 25 we had no new executives this week, but we have 18 new directors. Um, and some of them that came in is uh, Jewland. They came in at uh, 4.55 million UPEX. Uh, Landman 71 came in at 2.7 million UPEX. Ramda 1.6. Landgrab, nice name, 1.5. Len Life Love at 1.3, Diving Bear, Brady Central, Tom Seelot, Bart Hees, Pelzin, Vinces. Is that your dick? <laughs> oh, 
Well, it ain't my dick. U U R D K. U U R Dick. Jepster, Swift Cat, Dean Allen 86, Upex Wolf, Klutzo 91, and KF Pack. I like Upex Wolf. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, they're on Twitter, too. Um, and, and 36 C jumped out 32 spots up to 60, uh, 8.9 million up X star labs. 3d jumped up 12 spots, 7.7 million up X, uh, to crack the top 100. Not much movement between this week and last week. Last week you needed 5,623 million are uh, uh, 777 up X and this is uh 5,648,350 up X. So not that big jump as we've seen in the past. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder how that works. Like why? I mean, we had, eh, I guess we didn't have that many new, we didn't have any new players. Eh? There mm. No new top 100. So no one got knocked off. Yeah. And uh, overall properties, uh, five new players with 100-plus properties. Um, Nobody really made a big jump in the top 25. And overall, you have uh, Tom Seelot, 341 properties. Legend Green, 321 properties, uh, position number 69, new to the list. Uh, Ram Da, new to the list, 83 with 268 properties. Uh, 03G, uh, 237 properties. And to crack the top 100, you need 223 properties, which still isn't that big of a climb from last week at 215 properties. Yeah. I think well, and and we're going to talk about. I think the that uh, Daily Uplander provided. We had like eighteen thousand sales. Yeah, hold on, I got that. Am I skipping ahead. Yeah, a little. I'm trying to keep you moving. <laughs> yeah, Fresno's covered on the Fresno shows. Make sure you guys tune into that. Up squares, uh, nothing overall on the up squares. Of course, San Francisco, no change. Get, you know what I need to do? I, I need to make it a goal. I'm so close to a hundred thousand. Am I cl- like a hundred thousand in uh, San Fran? I need to get back. I was. I'm sure I was over a hundred thousand in San Francisco at one point. I need to get back to over a hundred thousand up squares in San Francisco. Slacking. Yeah, you got. I mean, you were you were the originator, so got to get back to it. And then let's see here. So new stats provided this week uh, by dailyuplander.com. I always love the work that that team puts together each and every week for us. Uh, make sure you're checking out the site during the week. Great site to research. Uh, top sales this week. Um, I guess we'll work on what the property is. Uh, top. These are- <laughs> what is this? Like code break? Come on now. What the hell? It's all right. But the top player-to-player sales this week, though, um, which is pretty cool, we can provide that for you, was uh, 350,000 UPEX, uh, 245,000 UPEX, 158,000 UPEX. So there's some pretty good sales. 
Um, yeah, no, I think I love this. This is great. I want some juicy deets. I'm going to know who's selling to who, where is it, where are these big, you know, Alpex douche droppers. Oh, also, I think we should call it the dizzy deuce. When you take a poop and collect Alpex, that's called a dizzy deuce. I think we need to add that. I like that. The dizzy deuce instead of the dizzy special, the dizzy deuce. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's the dizzy deuce. You're taking a poop, collecting that up X. We call that the dizzy deuce. <laughs> I like it. Um, <laughs> there were there were four thousand eight hundred and thirty eight uh, property sales for up X last week, and then uh, this week there was five thousand and forty six. Last week we had uh, thirty five thousand three hundred and ninety three properties minted last week. What the hell happened there? Because that seems like a crazy high spike. It, it is because this week we only minted eighteen thousand nine hundred and thirty four properties. Well, I mean, this is a new number for us, so we don't know which is actually out of the ordinary. True. Right. We only have two data points, so we don't know which is the outlier. Well, we did have that thirty five thousand three ninety three last week. We didn't have that number last week on the episode. But yeah, we got we got two data points. Yeah. And I mean I was shocked at that thirty five thousand number. I mean, that's ten percent of all the available properties. So I mean, you're going to have to have something else is going to have to be released. I mean, because San Francisco, you're at 5K on the secondary market. Um, and then a solid 5K, too. I mean, like it's it's like deep into the 5Ks at this point, because like uh, I don't I mean, I'd be curious, like how many you've sold. I've sold at least 30 properties at 5K. I mean, they've been up there for months. I, I can't take them down fast enough. Um, they're, they're just selling because that's, that's just the minimum buy-in. And I mean, these are like thousand, 2000 properties. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting crazy rich off, but I mean, it's two to five X on most of the properties now, um, at that bottom range, at least for me. Yeah. I've had properties, you know, that I picked up for low two thousands, three thousands, maybe 3,700 going for five. 5,000 or 5,500 and I sell a couple each week so yeah yeah I need to actually I'm going to go back on I was trying to take them down it just takes again we talked about the top of the show like the interface like it just takes so damn long maybe I'll just message a developer like please delist all of my properties or maybe we can uh maybe we can create a upland fund so we can get a development team to focus on property management user interface. Ooh, an upland go fund me. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to run a go fund me for upland. I, I don't know what it just some sort of fundraiser to be like, yo, get somebody working on this user interface on property management. Nice. People will pay for it. I, I'd pitch in. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to be interested to see what uh, next week really shows there uh, for the properties minted this week. So we got yeah, 35,000 no, and 19,000. You know, especially as, you know, we kind of expand out the brands. Hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll start to see this show be more consolidated <laughs> again, always around like kind of the, the happenings in San Francisco, the overall game platform. Uh, but then really talking a, a lot about these numbers and kind of what's happening in, in the space overall where we're seeing uh, big sales and just movement of properties. I think that that's, you know, it's good content for us. 
and I'll be really interested. <laughs> Am I not on mute? Oops. You are not on mute. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I mean, at least you only said ticker time. You could have said a way worse things, Dizzy. Yeah, I, I heard way worse, and I was like, well, there goes our PG rating for this episode. It could have been dropping the Dizzy Deuce. <laughs> no, see, that's the fun of, of doing it live. If you're, if you're not aware, we do record live. We have a live studio audience, including uh, some of the fan favorites. That was Dizzy. Hopefully not t- dropping a dizzy deuce. And we've got uh, <laughs> Sturge Recurrier and Mixplick in the audience today. I like calling out who's in the audience. We should do that more often. And, and we yeah. did switch it up. 14-hour day. I'm, I'm going to wind down now, so it was a long one. All right. Yeah. We we did switch it up. Um, yeah, my, my, uh, my productivity on Fridays and then just time with my family after work on Fridays really started to suffer. So we moved up uh, recording by 30 minutes on Thursday. So instead of 9.30 Eastern time, we're doing it 9 o'clock moving forward just to uh, um, get me off into bed earlier. It's because uh, what you guys don't hear listening to the podcast is what we talk about before we start recording. And then there's always great conversation with the different players after the podcast and a lot of great things are talked about and discussed and and thoughts and ideas are shared and uh, friendships are developed so it's very good to listen to it live and but if you do listen to it live you do have to play it so we get our downloads each and every week so we do appreciate that All right, we got any other numbers? That was cool. I I, want, I, I love this top up. I, I don't know how we didn't think of that before. I mean, this is huge. I, I definitely want uh, mixed click. I, I hope we're able to get like who you know sold it, who bought it, um, and what the property was. I know you probably just put this together last minute, so uh, much appreciated. But yeah, that would be a really fun topic. Three, so three hundred and fifty thousand was the top sale. Because also then like, like what was that markup? Like, was that, I mean, like, I think we could do an, you know, a deep dive into like the top couple sales of the week. Yeah. Sales of the week. And what I know, was, I know the daily upland bubbling deep, deep in my loins. <laughs> wow. We're getting into your loins. Let's uh, move on. But uh, I know the daily uplander guys are, <laughs> are, are definitely <laughs> working. That one. You weren't <laughs> expecting me to say loins. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> But they are looking at uh, providing us uh, the top UPEX sales for the week and then also like the top 10 UPEX sales of all time for us. So dailyuplander.com is really working on some advanced uh, statistics for us. So we do appreciate the work that they do there. So yeah, uh, top mints, like also like just top, like, so if that's the property, like user to user, top user to user sales and maybe just top properties bought. Ooh, I like that too. Top properties bought for the week. Yeah, like where where did people, you know, drop a dizzy deuce and pick up some up and pick up some properties? I hope you're taking notes there, Mixplit. <laughs> All right. So damn. If not, I mean, I got I got a team of anxious developers over at UpX World. Love a love a chance. No, I'm just I'm teasing. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> 
no that but yeah opex world they have a great uh team of developers too that has a lot of useful stats so make sure you're checking out dailyuplander.com and opex.world so the big topic is the roadmap for 2021 and they're calling it an agile roadmap to a thriving metaverse um and that's kind of kind of in response to there was a white paper put out for the roadmap for 2020 which was pretty cool and they had it broke down into hey this is going to happen in 2020 It, it was green orange red and it was pretty much hey this will definitely happen this might happen and this will happen sometime maybe in the future speculatively and it was never updated throughout the year and upland changed so much in 2020 that they had to respond to it so they they took a little bashing and we didn't represent it the best way sometimes too but that you know, they changed what they were going to deliver based off of the growth and the demands and the wants of the Upland community. So it's a very agile development team. So they came up with the agile roadmap. Um, what was your first for thought? Those who may not, for those who may not be familiar, agile isn't just a buzzword. In the software development community, you know, you have waterfall development and agile development. And they are two different um, development methodologies with, uh, you know, different ways of execution and, and benefits and um, detractors for both. So it's not just a buzzword. It is actually a development style um, if you're not a developer. So just want to throw that out there. Man, I need that. The more you know or your ass, your ass just got <laughs> learned, you know, from the 80s, from the commercials, the more you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, uh, you you vomit a rainbow over my head. There you go. I like it. Now, uh, yeah. so wh- I mean, I, I I do agree. I think the the I would like to think that we we tried to accurately portray um, kind of what happened last year. And I mean, our our number one responsibility is always going to be to the community. Like you, we, first of all, we are the community. Like we're members of the community. Um, We're not members of the dev team. So when there's frustration felt by you as a listener and player, know that it's probably amplified through us as well, because uh, we feel those same pains. Um, But yeah, I, I think their biggest message was they just didn't update the roadmap as priorities change, as the need for FSA came in, as they, deprioritized uh, some things. So, yeah. So what's your, um, like, what, what, what tingles your loins? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I got four kids. Come on now. Ouch. (laughs) Fair enough. Now, uh, a lot of stuff. Um, My first question is they put a lot in this roadmap. So how much is this like, 90 95% complete and they're just waiting to roll it out. I, I think they got a lot of stuff ready to roll out quickly in the new year and then they have some other stuff that is maybe 80 85% complete that will take them a little more time with development to uh roll out. And my real big question is uh last week I was shocked at how sold out Fresno was. Uh, I really didn't understand how hot that market was the the primary and the secondary market now how much of a monkey wrench i mean they already 
had their projections and their numbers. So they know that there's got to be something else coming up because you're going to have even a more influx. So we're getting close to, I mean, we're over 20,000 monthly users. And as we can continue to grow, you're going to need more starter cities. And uh, I, I wonder how much that was put into their thought process before developing this roadmap. Yeah, no, I think that that that'll definitely be interesting. And I mean, also, I mean, if we just think about logistically, I mean, if you were around and very few, you know, people probably were at the beginning of 2020, it started out very strong. There was a lot of big um, things released. Um, <laughs> like it seems so mundane now, but like treasure hunts were, were huge and um, you know, challenges and things like that. They're just, that, that didn't exist. Um, and the other thing I think, and, and no one really talks about it, but obviously it's pretty big. I'm curious, like how big of an impact was COVID for their team? Um, they don't really come out and talk about it, but like if they had a development team that was all working together in an office and then they all went to remote, um, you know, like that's a, that's a situation that could really put a damper on some of your development as well. Um, and having to kind of change that, uh, working style. Yeah, that, that had to have a big impact, too. And I, I do like that they said that they are um, looking to dedicate a minimum of 15% of their development resources to, uh, allocated to address accepted feedback and suggestions for improvement from the community. So once again, this team is monitoring the development of the game, listening to what we have to say as a community, and implementing it in the game in I can't think of any game that I've ever participated in that has that kind of response that quickly and is that receptive to the community. Usually it's like, hey, here's what it is, eat it, and this is what we're going to do. Yeah, and again, as a software developer, these are the kind of things that make me excited because the software that I've seen be successful, and I'm ta- enterprise-wide, I'm not talking uh, like consumer to, well, there's some consumer aspects, but like they have also this same kind of idea where uh, essentially you're not, I don't want to get too technical, but you're agile, you're broken into these sprints, which are these two week development cycles. And there's, in a lot of these major corporations, they do set aside a percent of that work effort for each sprint or each development cycle for things that are community driven. So or customer driven as it were. So they have their items, but then they always set apart some development cycles. You don't really see that in traditional gaming. Um, like, like you said, too stupid. I I've never seen another gaming company implement that. So as a software developer, seeing that being brought into this space is also very exciting. Um, I think that it's a, it's a great way to handle this. Yeah. So Property management user interface. Hint, hint. <laughs> Put it in the feedback channel. Let's get a, we'll get, oh, we need to get on to your Reddit channel of uh, whoever the, the, those people and be like, hey, I need you to log into this Discord and go to this Reddit. I need you to go to this feedback and just give it a thumbs up. Oh. Get to, Two million thumbs up on a, on that random post. I bet we get some development for it. That was the other thing that was messed up. Sorry to derail the conversation, but Wall Street Bets had a Discord server, and Discord shut it down. What? Yeah, they shut it down, and they gave some BS reason why they shut it down, and they had uh, 
their server was maxed out at 250,000. So your server maxed out at 250,000 users. That's the most that you can have on it. And then they had a second server set up and then they just deleted all both servers. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, but back to it. So quarter one release objectives. So they have high confidence that the following features will be replaced released in quarter one so that's through the end of march so we're already a third of the way through basically of quarter one and uh we had the sandbox wars going on at the beginning of the year and now we got the the nade or and then we have the llama getting coming up so we're getting closer and closer to the deployment of the spark token and We'll have the airdrops going on to the citizens, and that will start our property development and more. So leading into that, that also gives us the property development and the structure NFT. So we'll have our true ownership um, as we are building on the block, our NFTs on the blockchain. Then we have the... I'm, I can't, I, my, I'm honestly so excited for, and there's a ton of good stuff here, but Spark being the most imminent thing, I just, I can't wait to get my hands on it. I can't wait to see what that secondary market looks like, um, to start building permanent properties. Like, oh, it just, that to me is going to be very exciting. Yeah. And it's... <laughs> That I'm always I'm a person that's always looking for that uh, passive income, and leasing out Spark is a great passive income. Leasing out business licenses will be a great passive income, um, and, and you're going to have people that are very talented at running businesses and they just don't have the capital. I, I really think it's going to be a great uh, reflection of the real world where you're pairing. You're pairing your abilities, talents, and resources with with the appropriate people, and there's going to be some great success stories, and there's going to be some great fails. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's hope for. If you're listening to the show, our goal is to make sure you're part of that success. Absolutely. But I'm also uh, just. Yeah, it's interesting. So you think? Do you feel like you're going to be le- like how long? Like how quick do you feel like you're going to be? leasing out your spark because for me it's like i'm gonna be greedy as hell i'm gonna be trying to get as much i'm gonna be leasing spark in i'm not gonna be leasing spark out for oh the foreseeable future to me that's like i own a lot of property on the southwest side of san francisco and a lot (laughs) of slums slums exactly that that was uh, the southwest side and then the (laughs) south side and i mean and I'm not saying I, I don't own Dizzy style Harlem or uh, TM in his uh, three spots throughout the three cities. I, they got lots of property to develop, but I mean, in, in those areas, it's just me. So how much am I going to develop? Now I got some, some very quality properties that I want to develop right away. So I'll be looking to get spark and it, it's really about how it's deployed there there's so many variables to think about and i mean how how much is it going to cost to lease the spark I, there there's so many variables to it with so many questions of really just have to see what it's about and how it plays out and you know sooner or later 
leasing will be great. You know, they talked about mining spark at some point in time. That will be a very interesting land grab once they say, Hey, there, here's your spark mining areas. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and that's probably a little bit further out, but like, honestly, like I go, it'll, it will be interesting to see the value of a property with um, a building on it. Cause when you sell it, you sell with the building. So, you know, there's going to be some sparkonomics that come into play of like, okay, is it worth it to, you know, power lease and build properties and then sell the homes with the properties? Like, is that going to be how high a demand is a property with a a building on it going to be versus a non-property? How are they going to manage that from a, like a marketplace perspective, like, can I filter and sort, like, I only want to buy a property that's already built on. And then, you know, the speculation on buying the property that's already built, say prior to leasing, like there's going to be, Oh, like that just adds a whole nother layer um, of, of opportunity to, to make money and to, and to figure out, you know, how to, uh, you know, best get in on the market. So pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, and you got the beta businesses releasing, so you're going to have your block explorer shops. So first off the jump, you're not going to be able to develop and market your own block explorers, but you're going to be the marketplace for Upland. And they're talking about having the ability to sell your custom block explorers, um, including a number of mints and any associated explorers in the series and its block story, detailing what made it uh, explorer special. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, I think once the Block Explorer NFTs are created, it's going to be fascinating to see the mint um, situation because, you know, if you own a, a handful, like if you get some from uh, the tours or some of these events, like seeing what mint you got, like that's going to be really fun. Um, it's going to be interesting to see players who, you know, maybe, I, I mean, I like ones. I don't know how I feel about number one mints, but I mean, certainly there would be some appeal to, you know, buying a number one mint of a, of a, of an explorer just because, I mean, I think that that's going to be fascinating or, you know, if you have another favorite number that you prefer, like starting to try and collect mints of a specific explorer and stuff like that. Ah, so many, so much possibility. I got to fight dizzy for the number two mints. (laughs) Is Dizzy a number two collector? I don't know, but he, he got the Dizzy uh, the Dizzy Deuce, so. Oh, the Dizzy Deuce. Oh, God. Is there a fight number deuces? <laughs> um, That's funny. So we do have the Upland Meeks blockchain heroes, and that will be pretty cool. Uh, we have, uh, hopefully, everybody submitted that was able to submit, and you get put together in this... Uh, nft portal beta which is a pretty good implementation there and then we also have the upload token and that's going to be um being able to upload nfts from other platforms and blockchains into upland so that will be pretty exciting this is the key so i was thinking about this the other day of like now it's it's not so it's not going to necessarily be um, a universal portal immediately. The way I see it, I think they'll likely pair up with certain brands. Now, granted, like something like Atomic, where the the NFTs are pretty standardized, or you're just using them as like two dimensional art or something like that. But like I could see, like we were talking about Top Shots, like 
where the upload token is uh, very specific. So it takes an aspect of the NFT or like how they did with uh, the crypto kitties um, where, you know, they have like some information or some style or it's, it turns into a block explorer. I can definitely see them pairing up uh, with some brands in the future to have that upload token um, transform. And, and it kind of reminisced, it was, it was reminiscing of um, Garbage Patch Kids when they were going from uh, the, the wax chain to Atomic Wax, whatever the, the original. So they had like that portal that converted them over. I, I kind of look at it like that. And then ServiceNet, and then um, Upland has uh, a copy of that. And Garbage Pail Kids, is that the GPK? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Yeah. And then so Upland will hold that token um, for you. And then you'll have the upload or the Upland upload version of the nft but then it can be exchanged inside of upland uh freely and then um yeah i don't know i think it's a it's a good um it's a good model (laughs) oh boy that's from dizzy if you're not live you don't get to see (laughs) the meme that dizzy created of uh me on spark day wow Thank you. <laughs> oh, that is that is priceless. We'll put that up on the uh, on the server somewhere. Yeah, I'll get it up on Instagram too. On the gram, on the tweeters. Yeah, we'll put it there too. Why not? Yeah, we'll, we'll get that. that. That was good. good so, time. some things they think they're pretty confident on landmark construction. So that will be exciting to watch the landmarks go up. Um, yep, yep. Those painted ladies. In Alamo Square, can't wait to see it. I want to see all of them. Yes, that's going to be great there. Uh, The Spark Exchange, Engagement Spark Rewards, um, the Deco Shops. So they're talking about car NFTs. And that's going to be interesting once you get to the car NFTs. I mean, you got Crypto Motors. um, There's a couple other sites out there, too. And I, I want to see the compatibility. Are they going to be able to pull those those into upland or will it be just the stuff that we develop here in upland itself yeah i think it'll probably start with mostly upland i'm curious uh, what these other mechanics they clearly have you know put some thought like odometer tracking parking requirements while idle gas requirements and more god i hope Um, it's not like the gas out there because oh not yeah, that's true. They might have to think of something else because gas just with Ethereum, it just feels bad. No one wants no one wants to pay for that. But it is interesting. And I think that it also, um, there were some conversations around like cafes of like your your character floating around. Um, I don't know if, uh, you know, w- maybe we'll see where your character doesn't just randomly explore anymore. Um, I mean, keep in mind when Upland first came out, you didn't even have an explorer. No. Um, you just kind of clicked and bought properties. There was no explorer floating around. Um, and even then, I think when they introduced the floating explorer, like didn't really have any basis on what you clicked. And then, uh, you know, then they had sends, uh, the, the airplanes and things like that. So I, I think there could be a day where maybe, maybe they don't just float around. Maybe they're parked. And so as you're exploring the city, you can see who's parked at a cafe or at a business or stuff like that. Could be interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Neighborhood ratings, they, that needs to be high. Like that's, Yeah, that's that should be a high zone. priority in my opinion. Do what? Priority one? Or a high one. Not priority one, but a high one. Yeah, I think like that, to me, I'm more interested in that probably before um, like cars. Dizzy says you were spotted outside of uh, Chica's house. Scandalous. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Block Explorer was uh, spotted outside of Chica's house. What's that about? Uh, no idea. <laughs> Man, he's trying. He's trying to start some. He's trying oh, to start boy. some stuff. Wow, Dizzy. Wait, train station. I've been been in New York, so I really don't know what you're talking about. Oh, convenient. (laughs) That sounds like a a very convenient alibi. I've been buying Soho and Tribeca. Check me out on the blockchain. (laughs) (laughs) The blockchain is such a great alibi. alibi. Oh, added to the dictionary. You got that blockchain alibi. <laughs> I like it. I've been at her house, man. I was buying. I was buying property in Soho. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the neighborhood rating and collection spawn definitely. It will be. I think a lot of people are excited for that, just to see what what neighborhoods are really going to pop up and which ones are really going to organize. Um, and I'm more interested, yes, you have the obvious ones. I'm, I want to see the surprise ones. Like, wow, I didn't see that one coming. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I think there will be. I think once the proper, like, once full property development gets out, um, it's going to be very interesting. Cause especially, like, um, you know, it's not going to be, like, the Spud Wars necessarily because, like there you kind of had to pick teams where, I mean, a lot of us top players have properties in most of the major cities. So, or most of the major neighborhoods. So it'll be nice to be able to just kind of help other neighborhoods as it goes by and see kind of what they're doing and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And, uh, city expansion. We touched on that a couple of times already. Um, they've teased with international city expansion. In, in my opinion, international city expansion has to be in Asia because right now New York doesn't have an international terminal. So San Francisco does. And there's only eight of those. How high in demand do you think those eight international terminals will be in San Francisco? Is it going to be bigger than what the other ones were? Honestly, man, like it's, it's hard. I mean, I've sold two of my airport terminals now because it just, I haven't been really impressed. I know everyone's like, Oh, it's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. Well, first of all, the game is like, I was expecting there to be a lot more flights. Now trains, trains are kind of interesting. Cause there's, you know, traveling between San Francisco and Fresno, 25 minutes, you know, pretty easy. Planes, like, you're not flying back and forth um, between San Francisco and New York all that often. There's big events that might drive a spike. But the thing is, the Air Commission, now they did mention that they're likely going to do a share with the airport owners um, until the airlines um, businesses come into play. But again, I just go, I haven't seen the value 
of the terminal personally. So I don't, I think that the international ones will sell out almost immediately, unless they're like 10 million UPEX a piece. I, I feel fairly confident if they're in that two, like two, one to 2 million range that they'll sell out instantly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I've been underwhelmed by kind of the, the value of my airport terminals. Now I've made good profit off of them, but that was just because I sold them. And it's been a long time that you've really had to uh, do trial runs of how long it takes your block explorer to move one way or the other. So that will be interesting because you'll have the race. Are, are you going to come from which, which terminal will you come from? And because you got that loop around San Francisco, so you can come from terminal one or what is that? Terminal four, five. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine that they're going to give one of those away for free. Like they did other ones, but who knows? And then there was dizzy blowing our minds away by buying that huge ass San Francisco terminal. Yeah, That was like, did that happen before the Easter event? After the Easter event. That happened after Easter? Yeah. Because like, that was like a big, that was like one of the first. Well, well, he won, he won the Easter event, which gave him the first terminal. That, is that? Yeah. Oh, are you sure? Yeah. I thought it was some rando who got the first terminal. Yeah, it was him because he got the because we all kind of hovered over Grace Cathedral and we're like, oh, that's not it, and we moved on oh, to no, the next place. I, Dizzy, what? Oh, he got New York. He got oh, he first, got New York. That's right. Yeah, because I was going to say that's the first, right. The first San Francisco one was won by some um, some random. Yeah, who? And he was super cool. He actually helped me out a lot at the beginning. He's he's kind of disappeared. I haven't seen him in, in months and months, but he was a super cool guy. Yeah, uh, Cinnamon or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Up. Dizzy won the first New York City one over Easter. That's right. So long ago. Was that after you bought the big one in San Fran, or did you buy the San Fran one after you won? That one was a huge yeah, I one. Feel like, I feel like there was a big buzz that he like bought it, and then all of a sudden like won this other competition. It was like... Some shenanigans. No, but Disney busted <laughs> his ass on that Easter one. He, he did. Know, he ended up overpaying for the the yellow one, whatever the the number the four. four Easter one was. Yeah, was like spazzing out because he had the other one. Oh, that was a good day. It was. I that was intense. That was like that was probably one of the more elaborate um, events. I really liked that. And just nobody had patience because you'd look at the property that everybody jumped to by Grace Cathedral. And they'd sort of go there, and then they'd just jump somewhere else. Oh, man. That was so... And then, like, the, the dev team, like, posting, remember, you have to go over the center of the property. Oh, my gosh. It was... It, yeah, that yeah. was crazy. So, we also have uh, uh, in-app user interaction and communication and activity feed. So, that will be pretty fun. So, you don't have to just talk in Discord and although like again i'll be curious like even games so like even games that have in-app chat first of all like if it's a global channel it's horrible spam spam, spam spam um 
like you had like I have a couple games where they have like guild chats and stuff like that, but almost Ooh. every game you Discord counterpart to it on the mobile universe, like so like everyone's like getting on Upland about not having in-game chat, but like that's not how games work. Like no game has a universal in-game chat. It doesn't work. It becomes too clogged. It's like that's why we left Telegram too. Because imagine a wall of text with twenty thousand people just posting shit on it. Like that doesn't work. So everyone who's like, oh, it has to no. Like Discord is purpose built for game communications. Like I hope that they do offer a way to the like peer to peer. That's a big miss to me. Like being able to send private messages to players, especially around offers or things like that. Uh, but again, like then you become, you know, spam. I need to be, you need to be able to block players from harassment and yeah, know, there needs to be a lot of other protocols in place. And, and um, it was interesting getting used to discord, but once you get used to it, you're like, this is a great setup for communication. Yeah, I mean, once you figure, especially, like, if you're new and you're like, oh, my God, there's 2,000 channels. I'm never, like, just mute the ones you don't care about. Follow the, the, the neighborhoods that you like. Go to the buying and selling only when you need to. Like, there's ways, like, I mean, I'm in dozens of discords for different games and things, and, and there's ways to manage it so that it's not overwhelming. You just have to figure out how it works for you. If you have questions or you, you want to optimize it, don't hesitate. Ping me on discord and um yeah we'll help you help you set it up to to maybe figure out some tips and tricks and if you didn't know here's something pretty cool you can set up your own server and you can have a bunch of different channels on a bunch of different servers fall into your server that you just want to be updated on if they're announcement you mean like announcement channels though yeah I mean, you can create your own server that you're the only one on, and then you can pick, like, different channels out of all these other servers, announcement servers, that ping into your own server so you don't have to... You can disable everything on a server and then just use your own personal one for all your updates on everything you want. That's interesting. I, that's a new tip to me. I might have to try that out. The stir says it's called the loner server. Eh, it is what it is, but when you have... Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's a great tip because, I mean, there are games that I just want to check, um, you know, just like the big updates for, and so I wait for, like, the ping at everybody, but um, it's nice, like, yeah, there are... Most of the major channels will have that kind of the announcement. You'll notice it has a, uh, like, a microphone next to it, and so, yeah, if you have your own server, you can... Uh, follow that and then the announcements will announce to your private channel. That's a, that's a really cool. I'm definitely going to set that up this week. Yeah. I discovered that and it makes it a lot easier as I've branched out into discord from NFTs, top shop, upland stocks and art and all kinds of stuff. And it's just, chaotic trying to keep up with all of them but now the major announcements i have dumping into my own little server it makes it very nice very cool so one of the other things coming up on the roadmap is leasing upland utility nfts and paying uplanders for service so you're going to be able to have residents for leases cars or business licenses to lease 
And, and that would be interesting. So you have car dealerships as a business and not only sales, but also leases. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. I'm, I cannot wait. Now, now, the leasing part does fascinate me because I'll be curious. I mean, the business licenses have an obvious upside for the people that are leasing it. Cars probably have an upside of leasing a car as well, especially like the races. Oh, I can't wait. Um, that's going to be super fun. Um, but like a residence, like, okay, well, beyond like treasure hunts and things like that, like what would be the reason that somebody might lease a property? And maybe it's a collection bonus. And we were talking about the, the financials around, let's say you lease out a um, Hyatt Ashbury, or let's say you have Seacliff or something, um, you know, extra parcels there if you lease out a collection of it, then the person can collect the bonus interest. I don't, uh, you know, it's, it's not entirely clear how that will work or what the benefit of leasing a residence would be. Um, so I cannot wait to see what that is. That has a lot of potential. Yeah. And building high rises oh, in stairs makes a good, so leasing landmarks for business. That's true. I didn't think of that. So if you're leasing a building, maybe you have a, a high value property or unique property um, and you lease that out to then have somebody bring in their own business. That is a, that's a very high possibility. That, that's a good use case. There's. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. And then they're once again talking about going to true movement speed so everything's going to slow down even more or speed up if you're in a car or if you're in a moped yeah which i mean and and so people who are like well what's true movement speed that's what you float around at now so i mean imagine um you know if you hit send to one side of the map to the other but you moved at your current movement speed instead of the insta zoom Imagine how much more dynamic and interesting things like treasure hunts are going to be um, where like it's, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. And one of the interesting new things is uh, the whole blockchain infrastructure improvements and there was a message that just went out today about that on uh, discord so it's going to supposedly help us out um trying to find it right now yeah somebody in the blockchain world would have to um probably give me a uh i don't understand it essentially saying that um, Upland's going to have its own EOS blockchain uh, or like they're producing their own instead of having another company produce the blocks Upland has the ability now to produce their own blocks is the big picture understanding but like what what does that mean like can you can you equate that to like a, a normal person activity like I don't understand uh, over my head Okay. Well, maybe we'll get we'll get a, a blockchain person uh, to to explain, or maybe we'll ask. Um, you know, I'll, we can ask uh, one of the 
the dev teams in, in Discord to just maybe give a more information. Yeah, I, I know you have companies that produce blocks and there's some sort of interaction and time there, but if you're producing your own blocks, you have more control in quicker times and a, a little more control over the quality, I guess. Yeah, I mean, presumably, it, you know, it's to help start ramping up for the capacity. So I, I equate it, the, what I was thinking of in my world would be like, if you were renting space from like Amazon, so you had an AWS server, um, and now they're moving to like, essentially their own server farm, or some something like that. So that way, they're, they're kind of owning the the infrastructure or the capacity more. Uh, but it's maybe more hard locked. I, I don't know. Yeah. And Nietzscheen, he'll get excited. The Upland team is actively working to get well-recognized partners and brands from outside the blockchain or crypto related markets to participate in the metaverse. So 2021 might see the fruits of these efforts. Uh, Pro tools. Okay. So let's, let's dive in. Who think fruit of the loom, Chiquita, um, so you've gone with Dick, 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 and Dick. You're all about the loins tonight. Fruit, fruit of the loins? Fruit <laughs> of the looms. That's fruit of the looms. Taking care of your dick. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I got, I'm going back. I got nothing. <laughs> it's good when I throw you off. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a rare <laughs> moment. First fruits of these, and then you went with Chiquita Banana. Yeah, I mean, most fruit is uh, phallic in some nature. <laughs> I think by design. It's part of, it's all part of nature's plan. But just the tip doesn't count, so. Hi-oh. Tell it to my prom date. <laughs> It's interesting on each side. But anyway, Pro Tools, they have uh, dashboards, statistics, property management tools. Let's get this out. Let's make this a priority. You started off as a virtual property trading game. Make it easier to find your properties. Make it easier to mass post properties. Make it easier to put a group of properties on the market, pull them off the market. Make it uh, the ability to sell I'm going to trade you these three properties because it equals your one awesome property or, you know, I mean, this one for one property swap. Come on, we're we're over a year into open beta now. I mean, is that I, a big demand, though? Like, I've never I've never run across a situation where, like, I go, I want to trade these multiple properties for a single property or vice versa. Well, yeah, because you're holding. Well, I mean, that's not true. I mean, I do some trends. I guess I'm not like a big, I'm not big in the trading market. I, I'll i do a little bit here and there, but I'm curious, like, because I, I mean, they were very blunt. Um, the community, it's, it's the community's fault. We don't have these tools sooner because a lot of the things, especially dashboard statistics, insights, um, places like Daily Uplander and, um, and UpX World came in. And so like those those insights were being created by the community. Um, and that took a lot of the wind of, of the sale because they were, I actually know for a fact, they were working on a premium offering 
um, the dev team was to, cause, I mean, they, they were asking players originally around it to say, Hey, would you pay premium for some of these features? Um, so I thought that was interesting, but then these other things start coming out. I agree. Uh, managing properties needs to be way better. Um, and think about it. How many times you wanted to do a deal that a lot of people have done uh, outside of Upland deals. They traded crypto for different deals. They, they, they've done a lot of different things where if you could have stacked a couple of properties, you could have made a deal and not done all the extra work. And at that point in time, you know, once you go outside of every marketplace, you, you run into a trust factor of like, all right, who goes first, you know? Uh, this is a lot of money in this transaction. So dude, like you got to put a lot of trust in it in this way. You'd have the ability to trade the multi-properties. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that's definitely interesting. Um, the multi-property. I don't know that it would get rid of outside transactions. So, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's a property. Oh, yeah. um, and then they do have the mid... TM, TM, TM is mentioning about forever to collect interest. Bro, you don't even know. Dude, it was Back so slow in, before. It was horrible. It was, it was actually impossible. Like when I first had a thousand properties, it, was, it would crash the game when I collected the interest. Like I f- could not collect the interest of my properties. So it is infinitely better. Yeah, yeah for a thousand properties, it took you what twenty minutes or so to collect it. Oh, I, I mean, I I actually couldn't. The game would not allow me. As soon as I would click it, it would freeze my game, and it, and it wouldn't collect. I could collect like three or four at a time before it would freeze, because it would it would essentially query the whole thing. That's interesting, though, TM. Um, that uh, that because I mean, I have. I have 2000 and it it's very quick. Like, I mean, I don't, and I don't even collect them. Yeah, I have. That's, that's weird. Yeah. I'd bring that up with the dev team. Yeah. And, uh, midterm priority features, these features will become near term priorities when resources allow. So, you know, you have the arcades, the arcades have always, uh, interested me to see what really, they will translate to, are you just going to lease out, you know, stuff from other games or you can develop your own games. A lot of interesting stuff there. Reality agencies, merchandise stores, theaters. I mean, that's going to be big for, uh, you know, people like left house, Mars, Utah, Nishirin and his, uh, dog patch family there. Joint ownership interests me, you know, You'll be able to jointly own a property, share earnings, and trade their shares in it. So that sounds pretty interesting. You know that, hey, the four of us go in and we get, or the 10 of us go in and we buy the Alamo Square Park itself. And then a year later, I want out. I'm able to sell my shares of Alamo Square to somebody else. That would be interesting. Or you jump in on a financial district to, to build a skyscraper, you know, a 40 story skyscraper. Yeah. Joint ownership again, it's going to be fascinating to see the the logistics um, of that. Um, And I think it'll, 
I'd be curious, like how much it's tied to squads. Like if you can only do joint ownership with squads, if you can do joint ownership without squads, squads is going to be interesting. I'm curious how they came up with the number four um, and what that's going to look like. I, I like the idea of some squad challenges and things like that, but that's really going to put some relationship. I think that's going to put some relationships to the test. Like, you think the what was MySpace your your top five? <laughs> you had your <laughs> whatever. Like, yeah, it's you and three other people. Like that's hard to go, man. How are you splitting that? Like somebody's getting left out because most of the most you know crews are, are bigger than four people at this point. Absolutely. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see that. I, I hope that they come up with a mechanic that's that's higher than squads, but I guess that's kind of the neighborhood concept is that if you're part of a neighborhood, you're kind of part of a, a crew already. Um, and I know that's how a lot of people kind of take it. Yeah. Yeah, Dizzy is meant to join the Snoop Dogg. Remind me to tell you the story of the time Snoop Dogg uh, tried to go to Singapore, found out that the penalty for weed was death, and then uh, canceled his tour. To Singapore, which was very disappointing. It was going to be a sweet ass beach show, but he did not <laughs> decide to go because, yeah. All right. Somehow we didn't even do the New York minute. T. Davis was wrapped up tonight, but he will be bringing it to you on the on the other edition of the Upix podcast. Really appreciate those guys taking the time to do the additional podcast. So you'll get your New York minute there. Um, somehow we still ran an. Almost an hour and a half. We'll run over an hour and a half again. So hopefully everybody oh, listened to us. That uh, I was like, oh, dude, how are we? It's only, oh, we started early, eh? Yeah, yeah. But uh, we do have a great event going on right now. Um, and want to bring Sturz Marlin on and uh, have him give us an update of this whole uh event that he's got running which is an amazing cause and last week we talked about it and he had a goal of a thousand dollars and we did kind of insult him because we kind of laughed him out of the park that we're like we're gonna crush it so he did up it to five thousand dollars which is awesome and there's been a lot of stuff going on leading up to the event that just launched uh on wednesday the 27th so stirs what's going on with the event Hey, thanks for having me on, and thanks for, uh, yeah, bringing up the fact that last week I came on here and, of course, announced the goal of a thousand. And you know, we, you guys laughed at me. I said the same thing on uh, the Upland Action News. They laughed at me, and so then I went back uh, to the team and we decided to up it to five k. And it's a good thing we did because we yesterday on the first day we literally passed. We went over $1,000 in the first 12 hours. So you guys were 100% right. <laughs> so, did I lose you guys? No, I, I just threw a whole cheer in that we went over $1,000 on the first day. Yeah, so that was amazing. Way to step up to the whole community um, and, you know, support and rally around this cause. I think it's I think it's amazing um, what everyone's doing to contribute to this. And... Um, so that's where we are with property sales. I, you know, we, we have the whole thing with recurriers wax auctions, which are going well. 
I understand. But of course, if you've ever done eBay or anything like that, you know, auctions always come down to the last minute. So we'll see um, how everything shapes out there. I know we've met, we've sold a lot of uh, NFTs there. I wanted to point out that the Upland team has gotten behind this cause and decided to um, mint a property in New York City. This property is 1275 York Avenue in New York City. And this is the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center. It's a, it's a nice property. I'd actually looked at this uh, when I was collection speculating on maybe hospitals. And they are going to, um, so I was familiar with this property. And it's a, you know, this property is the largest and oldest private cancer center in the world. So that's how they've kind of come together to, uh, to support this. So this is, a, this is actually a great property. And they, um, they have raised the mint price to be uh, $2,500. And that will open tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific after the AMA. So that's when it will go live. Uh, we're going to be on Upland Action News to to go live with this. We're hoping that it sells out immediately. And um, if you do, whoever buys that, the proceeds from that are going to go straight to the campaign, and Upland is going to match it, meaning that if it mints immediately, we have $5,000 going to fight cancer immediately. So, you know, get your divs, get, you know, help fight cancer, and let's, uh, let's like, let's mint that thing immediately. And that's awesome that Upland is going to match whatever it means. So, I mean, you you got a huge outpouring from everybody, and it's awesome that there's the push notification going on as soon as you open Upland, letting everybody know that this contest is going on. And now that we're seeing spikes in the 7-day and 30-day uh, users of Upland, I mean, I'm so excited and so pumped for for this. Yeah, it's, a, it's also worth pointing out that I have had – Uplanders uh, donate to the Play Give Connect block over $100 when their net worth is only 20k. So they are giving five times their net worth, and it is just, yeah, it, it touches me. It's amazing that you know they're putting five times what they put into the game into this, into this, uh, this block. So it's an amazing block. You know, get a property there, help out a great cause. Um, another thing that I wanted to bring out is, is that T Davis announced with his little Italy property that anyone who participates throughout the event so far and going into the future in the, uh, buys a a property on the play gift connect block, everyone will be entered into the, a raffle to win a little Italy Fresno, Fresno property. So these are nice properties. I felt like an asterisk, little Italy, asterisk, Fresno, (laughs) not No, these really are great properties. They're hard to come by. They 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 aren't there aren't a lot available. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Wait, and isn't there like because I thought there was other prizes too. Like if you, I mean, I, I know there's a whole like website and everything because like you're doing cool stuff like custom sweaters and stuff for those bigger numbers. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Like I mean, I hope they come in, in big sizes. I'm a I'm a big guy, dude. It's I'm, custom, so it'll be there, dude. You want to talk about tingly loins, bespoke, <laughs> custom, uh, couture. Those are all, those are my favorite words. Um, yeah, those, those are going to be awesome. The, the, the hoodies are sold out. I, I uh, put up four for the, uh, for the event. 
uh, for the hoodies and all four of my 200 properties have gone. So that's, um, those are the hoodies that I'm going to buy for those people who stepped up and came out swinging big on the release of the, of the, the event. But as I mentioned in the play, give, um, connect on the main channel today that you can still, uh, get mint number one of this legendary NFT that's coming out, uh, with the cancer finger on it, of course, um, the mints are going to be released in the order of the largest donor. So, you know, get your big mint, it's still worth it to, uh, or your low mint, I should say. It's still worth it to make a, a, a large donation. And I should also highlight next week, uh, we're going to be doing some community-driven um, some community-driven auctions uh, in the Play Give Connect on the main. We'll be doing that uh, on Upland Action News. We have not decided the date or the time, but it will be next week at this point. We decided to push it back for maximum exposure on this uh, Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center opening tomorrow at 3 Pacific. Very cool. I, I love it. This is this is so great to see the community coming out and such a strong showing. If anybody's interested in this uh, hospital, I got like, I don't know. I mean, I can't do 2.5. I got the business license coming up. But I got like 500k. Somebody wants to go in. We get a couple people. I would love to buy this thing at 2.5 million. So if we get some other people in at uh, 500,000 each, like dude, you can you can put me down for 500,000. If somebody else, if you guys are listening, you want to go in on this jointly and make something happen. I'd love to see it sell immediately at 2.5. That'd be great. Yeah, it would. I'm I'm really excited to see if it does. Yeah, please reach out about that. You know. If that's not cutting it, you know, do, you know, let's, let's figure out something. I love getting creative. I've seen a lot of creative stuff so far. If you saw anything on the fan server, Green Turtle worked out a deal where he was able, he essentially gave someone, you know, their 1.5 X on a hundred dollars to get, to get that uh, money to the play give connect block. So, and then today we had uh Phoenix cats, you know, she came up with a thing for lower players if they, if they participated in the event in any way, she would give them a Woodward collection property. So I love to see these people coming up and stepping up and trying to figure out new ways to get more people involved. It's just, it's really amazing. Yeah. Love it. What a great name too, by the way, kudos that play, give, connect. Um, great, great slogan. Thank you. I just, uh, you know, instead of the earn, we're, we're just doing the give, right? So. Yeah, no, no, I, I like it. It's a great cause. It's a it's a great opportunity to really show the Upland community, really show how big of a family we really are. So, very excited. I mean, it just started yesterday. It's running for two weeks. Uh, so, very excited to where we end up. I, I'm thinking we're going to come in around 15k. What do you think? There, thank me later. I mean, damn. I, I mean, there's push applications in the game. Cheap. I don't see you. Are you on the leaderboard? Where Jesus are you at? He's on the block. He's just been called out, but now he's not on the block. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I yeah. got things going on. I mean, I, I know what your top shot set's worth, so why don't you stop being stingy? You got you got a little guy making you look embarrassing. He's looking at 1275 York, I'm sure. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like... So I mean, I'll let you take over my wife's students' loans. So those are pretty awesome. 
Forbearance yeah. is a motherfucker. 15, yeah, I mean, that would be great. I think 10 is definitely doable. 15 would be great. I mean, I think tomorrow, I, I want to see 5. I want to see I want to see the 2.5 and another 5. Are you talking both? Because I know that there's another wax. Um, so you know, I, I, here's, here's how I got to 15. So, you know, you got 2.5 million of X for the... For the property being auctioned off, upland gives another two point five. So you're at your five k there. You got the wax stuff going on. You got the block sales going on. You got the sweatshirts. Oh, so you're including the wax stuff. Yeah, I, I'm including everything going on for this event. I, I can easily see, and you got the push notifications going on on the game where we're having twenty thousand plus monthly users. We got it going on for two weeks, so. And it's for cancer. Your sweatshirts have already sold out. So I wouldn't be surprised if we hit 15. And if we don't hit 15, what should I do if we don't hit 15? What should we do if we don't hit 15? Yeah. I'm pretty confident we'll hit 15. Make up the difference. Make up the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like you pony up, you pony up, you know, the difference in, in top shot. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely contributing in a very generous way. I'll just leave it at that. But oh if we, boy. I really think we'll hit 15, but I just don't want us to see come up short and then I got to give up 5k because, uh, <laughs> I have four kids in real world think, shit going on. I was thinking, I was thinking 10k just from the upland side. So. I would I love think. to see that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I think I I would like to see 10k. I think that we could get there. I don't think it's a huge push, especially with that with Upland really stepping up and donating this this uh, this hospital and making the yeah. map because that just makes you know it's two x on your donation. Also, so, should we should we immediately speculate that hospitals is a collection? By the way, <laughs> no. I said I was looking at it when I was speculating on hospitals. No, oh, I know. You mean like, based off this? <laughs> I had already looked at this. Yeah, I, I mean it, it's. I mean it, it's not impossible, right? No, not at all. Yeah, I mean. It's not oh, a bad two point. Is it, it? What district is it in? What? Uh, what? Community? It's just south of Lenox Hill. Um, it might be. No. What neighborhood? Uh, like it's, it's either in Lenox or it's right on the border and breaks out, which is why I'm not a hundred percent sure. So it's not like Tribeca or Soho or. No, this is. A, there it is. Okay. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, it's Lenox Hill. What? That's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, says the guy that very rarely travels to New York. I mean, you're like, well, you, you're the San Francisco guy. Either way, New York's money. Yeah, man. I... Wait, so are there t- uh, You were doing uh, sweaters and t-shirts. I think there's, t-shirts. Yeah, there's still some t-shirts left. I think there's two or three left. If you want to throw down a hundred on a t-shirt, you can get a custom t-shirt, block explorer, your, your uh, in-game username, all of that on there uh, with the cancer finger on the front. If you just want a t-shirt, I mean, these things are awesome. You got a middle finger and cancer. It's yeah. I don't know. They're about, hard. Can, can you get them without like some, yes. some people are without the, the finger like my eight-year-old is already like that's a bad finger daddy what are you doing 
it's just like I, I, I like the swag with with my you know my character on it but I go eh, the middle finger I can't really wear out in public and get people yeah people are weird all right, well, well, we'll talk offline if you don't if you don't like it, and we will get you something right. something custom. And for anyone, family, family friendly options, stuff. There you go. Anyone who needs uh, who drops, you know, in those top blocks, it, it'll be custom. So if yeah, all right, cool, cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Right. you got to be fam- family friendly. But yes, so just to wrap that up, definitely check this out. This is a great event, and we should easily hit fifteen thousand. If not, I'll be highly disappointed. But yes, and I'm not covering the difference. Sorry. I got kids and loans. But I am definitely contributing in a very special way. So I will help the cause there. Um, definitely. Let's get this uh, hospital sold for $2.5,000. So up land matches. Um, a lot of great things going on throughout the community. Stirs. Thank you so much for putting this together. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for your help. Yeah. Cheers. And we'll get you on next week again for an update. And then uh, the following week, we'll get you on to wrap it up of how it all went. So very excited to see how this plays out. This is a very giving community. So great job, my man. Yeah. I like uh, Recurrier's new name for you, Too Cheap to Cover. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, too, I am not hitting seven figures on Top Shot, Dizzy. So stop, stop those rumors. If I hit, <laughs> if I hit seven figures, I would definitely cover the difference. But uh, yeah, not at seven figures on Top Shot. Yes, my Top Shot name is still the same. Too stupid to win. Yeah, Dizzy, what's your Top Shot? Let's let's you, we're showing profiles. Let's let's. See he sold profile. everything. He 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 you was the man. Oh yeah. Dirty dog, you. <laughs> He's got one left. Damn. Yeah. So, anyway, this episode somehow amazingly still ran super long. So, hopefully, everybody listened to us at 1.5x speed. Um, thank you later. Do you have anything else for our loyal listeners? No, no. Thanks for, if you're still listening, thanks. That was, a, I know it was a long episode, but appreciate uh, the love and uh, yeah see you in the metaverse yeah and make sure that you are liking subscribing sharing following us on twitter and telling your friends about us and uh, coming up over the weekend probably monday or tuesday the next fresno edition will be released with uh, t davis and bdag and uh, next week we have dirk with a lot of a lot of huge news is what I'm being told. A lot of great things to talk about, and uh, it'll be great having Dirk on for the first time here on the Upex Podcast. Um, so make sure you are tuning in next week, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a great show next week, and everybody have a great week. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to 
selling and flipping over the moving and shocking.